Hey, everybody, it's G Marks, and welcome to another episode of the Paychecks Thrive Podcast. My special guest is Queen Latifah, talking a lot about women in the workplace and women business owners. So let's get right to the conversation. Thank you very much uh, for joining <laughs> us. Um, I really do appreciate it. I didn't know whether to call you Queen. I was going to call you Robin, but, uh, you know. It all, it all works. <laughs> yeah, it all does. Farrah said Queen is good, and, and that's what we'll stick to. So listen, so um, we'll get into this conversation uh, very, very quickly. Um, I do would like to hear about your relationship with Lenovo. Um, and I also, uh, Queen, do want to, I'd like to talk a little bit about the book that you wrote, Put On Your Crown, because this this podcast goes out to small business owners, about 700,000 small business owners are part of the Paychex community. Uh, half of them are, are women-owned businesses. And mm-hmm. I'm really hoping to get some of your insights and some of your thoughts on, on um, you know, you know on, on, on women entrepreneurship and things to keep in mind and, and really based on the book that you wrote. And I hope that that's okay. Sure. But let's first talk about Lenovo and your Evolve Small campaign involvement. Tell us a little bit about that, please. Well, um, you know, Evolve, uh, Evolve Small is basically a campaign that promotes small businesses, which are the backbone of of our com- our country, you know, the right. backbone, really the backbone of the world, if you think about it, you know, I mean, it's what connects our communities. It's what people get to know each other by. Um, it keeps us through the ups and downs, you know, and so uh, it was something that I thought would be great to be a part of especially since Lenovo was creating something that would promote women uh, ownership, promote um, ownership by people of color and, um, and, and some support. So not just, you know, talk, talking about it, but, you know, really supporting, uh, giving some financial support, some mentorship, some tech, which of course we know cool. can help advance a business and, and make it run a lot smoother. <clears throat> And really, you know, just having a, the community involved, getting people, making people more aware of that business. So as the owner of a small business, someone who started in small business um, as a youngster, you know, uh, with with Flavian Management and Flavian Entertainment, you know, I was 19 years old when my partner and I started our company. And uh, we know the ups and downs of owning a small business and 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 trying to push through the tough times and knowing we have a dream that we can make real. We just need to make it happen and we need some, you know, uh, support in doing it sometimes. So, you know, something like this is just a great thing. And yep. if anything, it was just really hard. You know, we had all of our contestants or all business owners um, create kind of like a Shark Tank like video for like 30 seconds and tell us why it should be their business. And the hard part is choosing any one business um, because they're all so many great businesses, so many great and with so much great business potential. And uh, so it, it was it was tricky to do. But the great thing is that this 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 campaign continues. And so if someone goes to Lenovo.com slash Evolve Small, they can continue to get all the information and see the see what you know, how who won and how it all happened and what the mentorship was like and hopefully glean, you know, a lot of uh, uh, inspiration uh, to continue with their businesses. Great stuff. Well, great. It's a great campaign to be involved in. I'm sure uh, many people are very grateful for your involvement in it. Let's talk about women small business owners. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay on some data um, for you right now. This comes from the U.S. Census Bureau. Okay, there are 30 million small businesses in this country. About 30 percent of them, 10 million of them, are owned by women. Right, and 
you know, women's revenue, the revenues in these businesses have gone up by almost 52% over the past six years, which is really amazing. Um, but there is some bad news here. Um, since 2016, uh, startups that have found that have been founded by women have received only 4.4% of venture capital backing, only 4%. The rest mm-hmm. go to men. But I do have some good news. The U.S. Census Bureau does report that 79% of the women that they surveyed do say that the Equalizer is their favorite show. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Census Bureau did not do that. Let's go back to the 4.4% <laughs> of venture capital financing. Yeah. It, it's unbelievable that 96 with all of the women-owned businesses that are out there, uh, it is amazing that 96% of the, the funding is still going to men. Now, you wrote a book back in 2010. And Queen, I'm going to make you feel it's 13 years ago, if you can believe that. Yeah, um, it, thanks. thanks. It's crazy, though, <laughs> how time flies. But okay, so it's called Put on Your Crown, Life-Changing Moments on the Path to Queendom. You give a bunch of advice for women, including navigating a male-dominated industry. So you know, here's your chance. I, I, I'd love to give you the floor. We got about 10 minutes. You've got you know potentially hundreds of thousands of women-owned business owners and entrepreneurs that are listening. Give us some advice what you have learned for somebody that wants to start or even a female that's that's running a small business. Wow, that's a that's a that's a mouthful. It um, is. First of all, you take me back 13 years, but then you don't <laughs> give me any of my own quotes to help me out. I mean, you know, see, this is what women are fighting against. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, um, despite those numbers, we are we are not to give up. Right. I mean, we really, I mean, I'm, I'm always been a, a champion for women. I was raised by a woman who was a champion for women and by men who were champions for women, you know? So it's, it's, it's hard for me to not see it any other way. I mean, for me to see it any other way, other than none of, none of your numbers are surprising me. If anything, they're unfortunate because we have always been coming through. We've always been showing up. We've created um, so many different ideas. I mean, even when the when the the you know the bubble burst back then and the real estate market fell out, it was women who decided. You know what? I've been wanting to start this business. I wanted to change my 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 my, my path anyway. I'm going to take a chance. And there were like something like two million businesses created by women who helped us get out of that situation. Yep. Um, but you did not see that reflected in how we were supported. And you still don't see it reflected in those numbers. And the problem with that, I think, is the fact, number one, that there are not enough women in places of positions of power when it comes to that, um, who can see the potential. Um, there's definitely not enough media coverage for women. Uh, there's not enough women behind the cameras. I mean, we have several initiatives going on, and, and there's several different groups of things that I support to try to change that balance. And I do it every day on my own show by making sure that there are women in places of, uh, you know, employed in places that they should be not because just because they're women, but because they're capable and they need a shot at that job. So wherever we can support one another is where we need to, to do it. And, um, you know, we have to fight for each other. It's just like guys do sometimes. So if there's a boys club, if there is a boys club, you know, then we have to support each other in the same sorts of ways. But I feel like we should just never give up. And 
we have to carry so many things. Sometimes we're often carrying the family at the same time as running the business. We're asked to, to wear so many hats. And so, you know, I commend any woman who's out there running a business on their own, doing all those things at the same time. Um, but I would say continue to do it because you're you're destined to do it. This is this is your greatness. And we can't survive without this. I don't care what the numbers say. I don't care how much, you know, venture capitalists support us or not. We cannot make it without these women owned businesses. We yep. can't make it without what women contribute. We <laughs> we're really the ones who kind of like, you know, I don't want to toot our own horns, but women run the world. You know, whether you want to give us the credit or not, this world would not run without us. I mean, it literally wouldn't live without us, let alone run without us. You know, so, you know, I think we just have to, like, support each other whenever there's an opportunity for us to um, take a break and take care of ourselves. We should, you know, um, because we work so hard, so hard, so hard. And uh, we don't even to get deep into it. I mean, we don't even have heart attacks in the same way. You know, we die from stress related things quite often. Um, and we don't feel those things, you know, the typical thing you see on TV where a guy grabs his arm. Women don't even have heart, you know, heart attack symptoms in the same way. It may be in the neck, it may be on the shoulders, it's other right. places. So we literally have to stop, despite how hard we're working, and just take care of ourselves. Go to the doctor, keep your yearly appointments. Wherever you can take a bath or take, you know, get a massage, get one. Wherever you can do some deep breathing, stop, do it. Like it has to, it, it has to be that basic, you know, that somewhere in the middle of all that hard work and all that, you know, all that we're striving to to achieve, which is worth it, that we still have to stop for one moment and just take care of ourselves. Queen, I got a lot I... on our shoulders. It is a lot. Now you write in your book, and again, you know, this book was written between, you know, it was before all the Me Too explosion happened, you know? So it was, it was pretty, it, it was in advance of that. You write about overcoming self-doubt and insecurity. Um, mm -hmm. You grew up in Newark, you, you, uh, you know, in an industry, you know, of music, rap, hip hop, that was completely dominated by men, as you know. And yet you did it because you overcame certain obstacles, you know, to, you know, you, 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 you overcame self-doubt, you overcame your insecurity. So give me some thoughts on that. You know, I mean, th there's a lot of reason for women to feel, to doubt themselves or feel insecure when they're going out looking for financing or running a business. How did you overcome that stuff? Um, part of it was God, part of it was me. And part of it was the fact that there are women there. There, everything you've mentioned, it may have been dominated by men on appearance, but there were women every step of the way in my career and in my entire life. So there were women in hip hop. I mean, Sylvia Robinson is literally responsible for hip hop becoming mainstream, you know, so with Sugar Hill Records, a right. woman who had the biggest records, you know, <laughs> in hip hop. At the time that would never have, you know, this would have never been a mainstream form of music had it not been for her. I was signed by Monica Lynch at Tommy Boy Records. It was owned by Tom Silverman, but the vice president was Monica Lynch, who supported me all through my career. And even into when I decided to make jazz music. So there's also these, these allies that we have. You know, I was discovered by a guy named Dante Ross who took me to Monica. You know, so there are people, there, there are women all 
you know, scattered throughout and um, inside of, of all many organizations and many places that don't quite get the props that they should. They don't quite get the, you don't see them the way you should see them, but they're critical, you know, to, to who we are and to who I am. Um, the show that I do right now has uh, women producers, executive producers, um, the head of it, of the person who created the show with us, the head of uh, NBC Universal, Perlina Bokwe is a woman, you know. Mm-hmm. So there, there are women who are supporting women who are also supporting other women who are looking at young women and saying, you can do it. So we also have to be allies to one another and support each other through that. But there are times when we won't have support from anyone. And that's when you have to encourage yourself. And that's when you have to seek out, specifically seek out things that are positive influences on you. So for me, it might be um, some quotes. Maybe it's, uh, maybe I look for something from Maya Angelou, you know, that, that gives me some positivity. Or maybe I look for some little mantra that I keep. Or maybe it's a picture of my mother, you know, and I can hear her words. Or maybe it's my dad saying, Dana, you can do it, Dana, you got it. You know, right. um, whatever that is for you, Whatever that little piece of positive, and maybe it's your children, maybe it's that inspiration, maybe it's I'm going to do it for them, or uh, maybe it's a you know your grandmother or your grand you know grandfather or someone in your family um, that didn't have an opportunity like that. Whatever that little thing is that that gets you through the moment, because they're often not they're often not you know very long periods of time, but they're powerful periods of self doubt. They might be for for me. Could have been 30 seconds, you know, 30 seconds of pure doubt, right. fear, loathing, you know, darkness. And in that moment, I just had to ride the storm out and then find the light, find something that was positive that I could put just the word love, just me having to say in the mirror, I love you, I love you, I love you, your love, your love, whatever it is, whatever you have to do to get through those moments. And that, I'm sure that's not, it's not just a, a woman thing. You know? No, I was it's just going to say, thing. it's actually advice for men as well. And it's great yeah, advice. It's a human thing. And, it, and we also have to raise our boys in the same way. We often have to have to, have to raise our, you know, our young uh, men in the same way to, to really understand that, you know, we can all do the same things, you know, yep. and, and there's a bunch of things that it's okay if we don't do the same, you know, um, but we should support each other either way. One final question, um, and then I, I will let you go. And boy, I wish I had more time because this is, it's really great and fascinating stuff. You know, one of the things that men don't have to deal with that women deal with all the time. Um, I, I just wrote a piece for the Philadelphia Inquirer about resources for women in Philadelphia. I can't tell you how many women I spoke to told me that as a woman business owner or even a woman manager, how often uh, they're put in awkward situations with men, particularly with their body image as well. I mean, they're they're looked at like what they're, what they're wearing, you know, or, or whether or not they have makeup on or, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they get comments on that, which, which men just don't get comments on that. You do write about that in your book as well. And I just, just some final thoughts about body image for women in 2023. Do you feel that it's, you know, still a significant issue and what advice do you have for, you know, women managers and leaders and business owners to, to deal with these problems that still exist with body image? 
wow, you are really going to make me go back and reread this whole book. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you don't have to repeat what you had in the book because it's been a while. So things change. Um, no, it's, you know. it's, it's interesting because, you know, sometimes I, I have to live in the moment. And I would sure. also advise people, you know, women to live in the moment. But I have to live in the moment because, and I, I probably should share that, because when I look at my schedule, it is so heavy. It can be so heavy that it will overwhelm me. Mm. You know, and I know many women uh, feel the same way when they look at their schedules and what they have to do and how much they have to do that next day. But often, sometimes we just need to stop and just live in the moment. I stay and focus on whatever I have to do that day. I know I have to do that stuff tomorrow, next week, but I need to focus on today. I need to be right here, right now, because if I'm there, it is going to feel like I'm carrying a house. Right. And I can't carry a house. You know, um, as far as body image, boy what a challenging difficult subject because we have been objectified for so long in so many ways and we continue to be um that it it can be very very difficult and there are so many people who have men who have blind spots i mean i don't know how they can i mean it's so simple some of it but they have they have blind spots and they've allowed each other to have these blind spots for so long. Um, they supported the bad behavior, each other's bad behavior for so long uh, that it's, it's ridiculous, you know? And so everybody is going to have to pay because no one made someone pay back in the day. Right. And that's, that's kind of how I see it now. It's like, oh, you know, some people feel like, oh, everybody's getting taken down. Well, you know, had you only stopped and stood up back then, and maybe everybody wouldn't have to get knocked off the chessboard at this point, but you didn't. You didn't do anything then, and so now, now you all are paying the price, you know, uh, for what didn't happen and should have happened. So, you know, it's still an unfortunate thing because we have a, a patriarchal society that marginalizes women in a lot of ways. Women need to be women need to be running things. Let mm-hmm. women run things a little bit, and you'll see the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll see the sensitivity. You'll see where something you said. And if you have women friends, allow them to talk to you. Let mm-hmm. them tell you where you went wrong, you know, so that you don't make the mistake again. I, I don't think that um, we should be judged on how we look. I, you know, I remember when, when they talked about, and, and this is not to lean on any particular party or get political, mm-hmm. but I, I watched, you know, I remember watching a debate with uh, George Bush years ago, and I think Kerry, and after the debate, I think it was obvious who, who won the debate. Uh, you know, technically, but when they spoke to the audience, it was all about what he was wearing and how good he looked and how nice, you know, he sounded and it had nothing to do with substance. Um, And I've seen the same things today, you know, so uh, with women, it's not about the substance. It's all like it's, it's been with Hillary Clinton. It was the same thing. How is she going to look? How she dresses? Is she not like, this is ridiculous. You know, in the meantime, we're missing out on jewels. And and this is not about the politicians. This is literally about jewels. There are smart, capable women in every area, from a football field to a boardroom, who should be to a classroom, you know, who should be recognized. And if that's all that you can see, then you're going to miss it. And this, uh, to uh, venture capitalism, you know, hello, Melody Hobson, Ariel Investments. Let's go. You know what I mean? There are there are, you know, 
queens at the top of this thing, yeah. you know, and um, and there are many who are up and coming. And so I meet so many smart young girls, yeah. young women who have fearlessness. So we have to just we have to try to maintain our courage, our fearlessness. We have to push through the ignorance of what some men put on us and not only men, but other women, unfortunately, you know, sometimes. So we have to push through all that and remember who we are. Feel the feelings, go through what you have to go through, but don't ever forget who you are. So, you know, you need to move past that. And when when it can be corrected, you need to check it and correct it and remove it. You know, it's time to clean up some of these wounds and let them heal. And the only way we're going to do that is to really get that Band-Aid off. Let's get some air in it. Let's get some medicine on it. Let's get it healing. But we can't act like it's not happening, you know. So um, it's it's obviously reflected in the fact that we're, we it's still not equal pay for equal work, you know. And, um, I mean, that should be simple. Sure. Sure. I work as hard as you do. I do exactly what you do, maybe even better, and I make less money. Yep. There's a problem there. Yep. Why do we why don't we see that there's a problem there and make it equitable? So um, you know, clearly things are slanted against us and we keep having to push back further and further. And unfortunately, we are capable and we keep doing it, you know, we keep we keep making it, we keep striving. But when it comes to like, you know, um, I mean, just getting loans, just getting the basic things, you know, to make make it happen. We've shown how capable we are, but we're still not respected in that way. And we we have to fight for this respect and we cannot give up. We just can't. You know, we can't because the world can't run without us. And that's just the reality. They'll never the world will not make it without women. I agree. Period. I agree. You know, all I know is I, I threw out that venture capital funding number and it just set you off, you know? <laughs> well, because it pisses me off, to be honest I with know. you. There's a, I know. Because I know, I, know a lot of, I know a lot of people, a lot of venture capitalists, and I know a lot of people who play with a lot of money. And I know yep. a lot of the things that are happening. And it's like, listen, <laughs> you know, you can't just play with all this kind of money. You can't just play with everyone's money like it's your money. It's not your money, you know? And at yep. the end of the day, there are a lot of women whose money you have, you know, and uh, they deserve to have their dollars respected. The fact that, you know, women are, are overwhelmingly the people who run the household, but we are less than 10% of the media. You know, we shoot less than 10% of the commercials that are out there selling all the products that we have to go out and buy, you know, to run our household. And black women are less than 4%. You know, like these numbers, there's more numbers yep, uh, there is. You know, that we can show. So but but for me, I don't just take those numbers and say, oh, well, I take those numbers and get really angry. You, do. you know what I mean? Yep. But I take that anger and then I channel it into something positive that can yep. be done like this, like this, uh, uh, you know, Lenovo Evolve Small campaign, because I know that there are women out there that if they could just con connect with this, if they could get more promotion, if they could get some financial help. They can make it happen for themselves. They don't need me. They're going to make, they are going to make it happen. And the community is going to support them because they do already. They, they come out and they patronize these businesses and they get to know people by name. And, you know, I want to see these businesses grow, you know, so I, I know that it can happen. We just have to continue to work at it and come at it from different angles and come at it together. But believe me, the business community knows they're aware of it. Um, those in marketing, um, they're aware of it. 
and they're doing what they can to change it. But it's going to take some time. This 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 didn't start in one day, and it surely won't change in in a day. But uh, people are aware of it. The business community is definitely aware of it. They yep. they know yep. the numbers just like you do. Uh, but it's it's you know old habits die hard, and people want to like hold on to the same old things, and it's just not it's not going to work, you know. Um, and you want to give your you want to give your daughter a better world than you gave than you had. It's and funny you that you say that. Yeah, and, and I don't want to sound naive, but you know, I, I have kids in their twenties, and I have a daughter as well, and and I do see things getting better for females and for minorities, but we still have a long, long way to go. And it's people like yourself that are getting the word out there and creating that awareness. I think is contributing significantly to that change. So thank you. Well, I think it's I think it's people like you as well. You know, it's you supporting your daughters, and the more that guys have daughters. It cracks me up when some certain guys are like, what I do to have four daughters? And I'm like, you are just the person. You're just the father to have four daughters because you're going to make sure you are going to make sure that they have every opportunity they do. because you're going to get so mad when you see that your smart daughter, capable daughter does not have. She just hit a glass ceiling. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, that was there already. You know, you yep. just didn't notice it before, but now you see it. So now you can do something about it. So, yep. you know, that's kind of how that goes, hopefully. Yeah, I know we're pressed for time, so I, I got to wrap this up and I feel bad. And I have to tell you, I mean, my daughter, she goes jogging. I live in Philly and uh, you'd be surprised at how many times she tells me, you know, the remarks she gets from men. on I mean, things that like just men don't even understand uh, that women have to deal with on a day to day basis. But, you know, Queen, that's it's again, we're running out of time here and I, I have so many more questions to ask you. And uh, you're very inspirational. I, I want to say thank you for joining me and spending the time. Thanks for the contribution to the Lenovo Evolve Small Business Campaign or Small Campaign. It's lenovo.com forward slash Evolve Small. Thanks for writing the book. It's called Put on Your Crown, Life-Changing Moments on the Path to Queendom. And thanks for the Equalizer. It is a freaking awesome <laughs> show. I watch it every week. We have a whole other conversation we could have about that, Robin. But uh, I'll leave you go. So thank you so much for joining. And I want to wish you the best of luck going forward. Oh, Thank you so much. What a great pleasure. Have a great one. You too. Take care. Do you have a topic or a guest that you would like to hear on Thrive? Please let us know. Visit payx.me forward slash Thrive Topics and send us your ideas or matters of interest. Also, if your business is looking to simplify your HR, payroll, benefits, or insurance services, see how Paychex can help. Visit the resource hub at paychex.com forward slash works. That's W-O-R-X. Paychex can help manage those complexities while you focus on all the ways you want your business to thrive. I'm your host, Gene Marks, and thanks for joining us. Till next time, take care.